Good afternoon, friends and friends. Welcome to the Art of Progression, and I'm your host, Wynn, and it's time to pop. For those new to the podcast, pop means pro- progress over perfection. Today's topic is how our attachment styles affect how we deal with the people around us and directly influence how those interactions take place and whether the connections become um, powerful or if they remain superficial. Obviously, acknowledging any patterns of behavior that may not be beneficial to our progress uh, is the first step to becoming uh, better versions of ourselves. Obviously, from a romantic standpoint, knowing and recognizing our partner's attachment style uh, would allow for a deeper bond, improving our empathy in situations that may otherwise um, test us past our limits. Now, psychologists state there are four different styles of attachment and that as we mature, it is quite probable that your attachment style will change as you mature and have a plethora of experiences dealing with others. The first um, attachment style is the avoidant. Marked by their discomfort with deep affection, in real life, this person uh, is the type of person who would ghost in and out of a relationship, never seeming to stay in one for any length of time, and who feels that any overt display of emotion is overkill. This person will avoid eye contact and will gravitate to being non-tactile. Their dating pattern is they prefer to put effort in at the beginning stages of the relationship rather than the latter, allowing them the enjoyment of the dating phase without allowing themselves to commit on a deeper level. The avoidance fear of intimacy is usually hidden behind humour and sarcasm which deflects away from their fear of a more meaningful connection and it's also used as a buffer with other people who might try and open up to them. It's thought avoidance are caused through childhood trauma whereby they associate deep connections with pain thus creating an unhealthy aversion to them. For example, they may have had parents around them uh, when they were a child, but both of whom were emotionally disconnected. Um, A decent example of an avoidant type would be um, Amanda Priestley, that would be Anne Hathaway's boss in The Devil Wears Prada, or in the beginning stages, Mr. Grey in Fifty Shades of Grey. The next type is the anxious literally the polar opposite to the avoidant. This person fears the loss of connection and could easily be characterized as being needy or clingy. The anxious fears the pain of loss so much that they may exhibit or develop different strategies to ensure their connections with a loved one or partner remains. Sometimes these strategies can go dark and manifest into unhealthy controlling behaviors to ensure that others stay with them. Anxious types can also foster unhealthy obsessions uh, to people they barely know, which drives them to irrational acts. Uh, The behaviours of anxious types to secure connection is compounded compounded by the fact that they have poor self-image and expect to be abandoned, which becomes a a self-fulfilling prophecy as they start to display unattractive characteristics to their partner, which ultimately drive them away. If you think Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction or Rebecca De Mornay's character uh, in The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, uh, those would be extreme versions uh, of the anxious. The next is Fearful. Uh, This type is rare and combine the worst traits of the avoidant and the anxious. 
and they seem to gravitate towards finding ways to sabotage the very things they feel that they want the most. They seemingly bounce between people pleasing, then becoming deathly afraid of the connection and what it could portend to. They'll exhibit sometimes borderline toxic behaviours, which drives away the very thing that they feel that they want. Uh, this is their defence mechanism kicking in to protect them from a situation or a person that threatens to leave them vulnerable or exposed. It's thought that extreme forms of abuse in childhood uh, are the trauma triggers which leads to such a lack of trust in both people and also situations as well. If you think about how some of the characters in the film Sleeper, great film by the way, thoroughly recommend, uh, how they become broken adults uh, after their childhood, unable to get over their psychological scars, that'd be a good point of reference when thinking about the fearful. The last attachment style is the secure. Not driven by their demons, not that they don't have fears, doubts, or even thoughts about losing interpersonal connections, they do. They're just more holistic, uh, they have more of a holistic perspective and they're able to express their wants, needs and fears in a healthy way. If they had a superpower, it would be their stability. Secure types trust that they have the strength to deal with situations in which they may experience loss or even become vulnerable in their deepening bonds of relationships, public or private. Now, being well-rounded, uh, and they're able to deal with all relationships on a case-by-case -case basis, they're able to deal with any consequences that arise from these connections. It's not to say that they wouldn't suffer if they were to experience any loss. Uh, I mean, they're not unfeeling robotic human beings. Rather, they have a healthy range of feelings which they aren't tied to and are unafraid of um, experiencing. Think Aunt May in Spider-Man. Yes, I said aren't they? Um, well, those are the four types of attachment styles in brief. Uh, obviously, you know, if you wanted to venture forth and explore them deeper, uh, go ahead. Um, but one of the main things I wanted to actually point out was that as human beings, we don't neatly fit in any of the des description boxes um, above. And our behaviors can vary from moment to moment, as can our reactions. Uh, I mean, the, the uh, attachment styles themselves are guidelines. And for the most, and for most of us, I feel that we'd have a toe in each of these boxes and can move fluidly around any of them. Uh, and that's what um, popping is about. It's about finding our weaknesses, acknowledging them and growing past them. Progress over perfection. Again, thanks for listening. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for me to discuss, please send them through to whiskeyindigonovember, mikeoscarjuliet at gmail.com. And if you're hearing this on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. That's all for today. I'm out.